0: Hello and welcome to Last Time On. This is the WatchCast for people who want to watch all this prestige television. But honestly, who's got time for all that?
1: I know I don't.
0: I'm Jafer. And I'm Ben. And we're in the middle of our Breaking Bad watchthrough.
1: Yeah, which just to elevate this point, watching half of Breaking Bad would take you what about 30 episodes. We've done it in four. That's right. That's efficiency.
0: We are quite efficient. That is the <laughs> name of the game here on Last Time On. Today we'll be reviewing season 3 episode 5 Moss.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was Mass and they spelled it wrong. No, no. Uh it is Moss. Okay. Uh, I was I I was wondering like are they going to go to Boston and now now we're cooking chowder. Jesse, we got to make the chowder. I man, if the show takes that turn, <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes a cooking show. <laughs>
0: Just becomes the wire, or no, oh, that's, that's Baltimore. Baltimore. Oops, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, what am I thinking?
1: Boston, the uh, uh, the, the, the Departed. The it departed. just becomes the Departed, or the Town. Yeah. Um Now, Chef White, how do you get your clam chowder so immaculate? It's chemistry. <laughs> you <laughs> respect the chemistry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chef White, I saw a totally unhinged post on the internet earlier today that was conflating that chef boyardee was actually dracula interesting so dracula is the the last of the boy line right so boyardee boyardee for dracula um and then also like the timeline for when dracula gets killed and when chef boyardee immigrates to america is relatively close a believable timeline but more importantly there's a lot of stuff in dracula the book about how dracula f- prepares every meal mm-hmm. in that book and it's all incredibly bland like pasta and stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> i feel like chef boyardi would feel insulted for you to call his food bland he 100 percent would
0: by all accounts actually a decent dude
1: yeah and purposefully misspelled his name, so you pronounced it right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it totally wasn't Ellis Island who screwed that up. Well,
1: that's, on the can, it is different than the way he spelled it. Yes. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's a fun little flashback. Did you do a lot of uh, Chef Boyardee when you were a kid, Ben?
1: I know I've told you this story, but now I can share it to our friends at home. Yeah. I was very, very sad in high school when, going into my senior year, for AP English, I had to pick two books from a, a list of, ap english books to read and one of them i read was dracula yeah i loved it i got like really hooked on oh man like uh bram stoker did a bunch of research and went you know to uh the area and found out all this actual lore about uh the regional vampire myths and how cool it was Mm -hmm. and i came to school like ready i want to talk to some nerds about vampires and everybody's like vampires i love Anne rice and i was like Dang it! No! <laughs> I don't want to talk about sexy romance vampires. This
0: is the skin of a killer bro.
1: I want to talk like Castle <laughs> and we'll murder you vampires.
0: Anne Rice has a little bit of both, but they're definitely yeah, I mean, skewed one way compared to the other. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't really segue from that into eating Chef Boyardee for a semester at college, so I guess I'll
1: just leave it at that. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. No, need to no, it's, cut uh, cut uh, off your story. story's good. I, I liked your
0: story, Ben. I mean, it's not. I, the, my it's story not my... is a sad tale of college poverty. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, we all have those. Yeah. If it helps, it, and you know this, it is not my most embarrassing. I tried to engage with nerds in school story. That's true, <laughs> but we'll leave
0: that one on the
1: table for another time. Uh,
0: so this episode opens on a flashback.
1: Well, first you might call it a unnarrated last time on. I actually was a bit concerned. Like, did I start playing the wrong thing?
0: Oh, oh, a hundred percent. Because it lines up too perfectly with the episode we watched last. Yeah. Which leads me to believe we might be stumbling upon something, Ben. Oh, what's that? We might actually be watching Breaking Bad as intended. Watching about. A tenth of it. <laughs> I was talking to dear friend of the podcast, Chris, about this, and he had suggested that the order in which we watch episodes is kind of given its own title for people to follow along with, mm-hmm. much like the famous machete order from Star Wars. Yes, where you watch four, two, three, five, six. Four, five, two, three, six. Yeah, still. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that makes more sense. Anyways, uh, that we could possibly be creating our own machete style order of the series by skipping around like we are. And so the last time on order, uh, it does have a little bit of credence after this because it feels like I I legit stopped to make sure I was watching the right episode because this flashback we get of Jesse spending the money for the RV and then spending it all at a strip club with Skinny Pete. Um, Was that
1: Skinny Pete? That was Skinny Pete. Okay. Because they never say his name.
0: You just recognize him. And also subtitles. I watch with oh. subtitles and it has character names. Ah, so... dang it,
1: <laughs> man! Well, that I—that's one of my predictions uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a flashback,
0: so we we flash back to Skinny Pete. Yeah, okay. At the in the first episode. Yeah. Um, but it lines up so perfectly with the all the shit from the RV that we had last episode that it literally was just like. Did I fuck up? Am I watching the next episode in order? Did I forget to skip ahead? Yeah. So like,
1: nope, I didn't. Nope, this is the right one. This just, I, I'm i very happy about it because I, I appreciate the RV, but uh, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like the the oft-touted and complete BS line from Sex and the City of, you know, New York's really the fifth character. This this really feels like they're leaning into the RV is the third main character. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, after this flashback, we go to theme. Well, first, before that, I will admit, I have never set foot in a strip club. Okay. I can, in some ways, like, I can understand the appeal. What I do not understand the appeal of is sitting in a back room watching your friend get a lap dance.
0: <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> that feels weird. It's so fucking weird. Um, I have been in, like two strip clubs in my... Well, I have gone to two strip clubs where I didn't know someone and I was visiting them at work in my life. Because I've done that outside of going to a strip club to go to a strip club. And I did not want to go, but it was a bachelor party and it was the thing that was happening mm-hmm. and I went to support my friend for the and go on the bachelor party. Much more so than I was ever interested in going to a strip club. Uh, there, I don't know the reality in which this happens. Yeah. I'm by no means an aficionado. I have not been to enough strip clubs to speak with any kind of authority here. And to be perfectly honest, that was... God, I think I was
1: 19 or something. Like, Mm -hmm. this was a long time ago.
0: And it's just like, this feels fucking weird, man. Yeah.
1: Also, I had to wonder, because we see the outside of this place. It does not seem nice. It is not Henry VIII, no. (laughs) No. Uh, And at at a certain point they have like five or six strippers in their one back room and i'm just like how many people does this place employ uh, <laughs> it might have been after closing
0: because they're oh, there
1: quite late i don't know what the the hours are the the limits in in uh, new mexico that's N- fair
0: nor do i and i didn't want to google it uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i don't want to know what that does to my algorithm but uh, I assume because they make it to morning and the parking lot is empty, yeah, that they were there significantly later than normal operating hours. Fair. So yeah, we see this flashback. Uh, we see the RV, and we go to theme and we come
1: back and we see Skyler and some rando named Ted. They do a bit in this that I absolutely love, which is finding new ways to show how dumb Jesse is. <laughs> <laughs> he pays. His friend Combo to steal an RV. <laughs> and it's just like, he doesn't ask any questions about it. Yeah, why are we at your parents' house? Yeah. So, I just, I, I, if, if you were ever like, man, where am I going to find an RV for $1,700? And somebody's just like, I can get you an RV for $1,700. Do not give that man $1,700. <laughs> All right.
0: So we go to theme, and when we come back, we see Skylar and some rando named Ted. Who's who the got a... fuck is Ted? Have you met Ted? What, who the fuck is Ted? We find, Actually, we find out who Ted is yes. in this episode. Uh, we find out Ted is Skylar's boss. Uh,
1: we also find out Ted has a heated bathroom floor. Which doesn't seem like something you'd need in New Mexico. Agreed. This, like, is, this is bathroom hubris right here.
0: Right, like, I have considered... Uh, I mean, I... Just redid my kitchen last summer mm-hmm. uh, when I moved into the new house here. I had considered a heated floor in my fucking Michigan kitchen and decided against because it really wasn't necessary. No. Um, I do think I'm going to do one when I redo the breezeway, but that is a significantly colder
1: room. Yeah. Like bathroom, I understand. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. In New Mexico, though. New Mexico, No. No, this is not required. Yeah, so, I don't know. At this point in the episode, did you think that Skylar and Walt were split? Yes. Yeah. Um, which was one of my predictions.
0: Yes. So, I might have just been riding for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering it cuts from Skylar sleeping with another man to Walt in the closet. Yeah. And I had wondered if maybe this was not subtle. Not the case, though. He's just no. taking a phone call in there with Jesse who was at Saul's office and their relationship has clearly deteriorated significantly. Ben,
1: what happened to her? What the hell happened?
0: Can't explain, but I got the fan.
1: I am so glad you asked me this, Jafar, because <laughs> I have an answer.
0: Fantastic.
1: You know who we no longer see palling around with, with Jesse? Who? Kristen oh. Ritter. Oh, that's true. Her? Yes. My assumption is, in our interim, as I mentioned, Kristen Ritter became a problem. Okay. Tried to... uh, The Yoko uh, Ono to our meth beetles? Tried to blackmail Jesse, caused, like, a whole mess. Is the reason why the heat that we see bearing down on them is starting to bear down? Okay. She lets slip, oh, my, you know... Dumbass boyfriend is going out into the desert in an RV to cook meth, and Walt had to get rid of her. Oh, Walt holds this completely understandably against Jesse. I had to murder this young woman because you couldn't keep your crimes to yourself, mm-hmm. and we're done. So that is that is what happened to her.
0: Okay. Over at the RV, Hank and Gomez are scoping it out.
1: Well, at an RV.
0: Uh, yes, at an RV, not the RV.
1: Also, Gomez. I was so happy Gomez is still a going concern. Yeah. Although that seems like it might not be the case coming forward. Uh, but I do think.
0: Well, we'll talk about that when we get to yeah. our past predictions. Um, but yeah, so I'm guessing they are they're hot on the trail of Jesse, based mm-hmm. off of the conversation from earlier where Walt was talking about him still cooking in the RV. Walt is not cooking right now.
1: But like, he was given a big bag of money. He,
0: Someone gave him a big bag of money, which is part of the concern here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Hank crawls up to the top and finds out it's the wrong RV. Uh, which, Hank-
1: <laughs> part of me, like... I understand if, just from a writing perspective, you're like, RVs, they've got those little ladders on them. Like, oh, how fun would it be to, like, have Hank, like, sneaking surreptitiously out of the roof? You can knock it on that thing without shaking that whole no, fucking RV. Everyone will be firmly aware, and the, the sidings, the roofing on an RV is not thick. You would just be making clunk, clunk, clank, clunk as you're shimmying across the roof. Yeah. There is no way he surprises the couple in that RV like he does. No. <laughs> I
0: would not describe Hank as uh, deft of foot. No. Uh, he does not ter- strike me as a terribly sneaky individual on a good day. No. And this is not a good day. He,
1: is, this, he does not have a high deck skill. Uh, no.
0: uh, Hank does clear it all up with the owners as Gomez tells him that he's moving
1: to Texas. <sighs> I am so mad. I am legit livid. They're getting rid of my boy Gomez. We
0: don't know that. he. he we're skipping ahead. We don't know how many episodes, Ben. Gomez could be back. I know. Gomez maybe had another project to go work on, the actor, and this was just their way of veering him off for a little
1: bit. I'm just distraught that they're writing <laughs> off my boy Gomez.
0: That's fair. I suppose you owe me a lifetime of not laughing at puns, so I won't take this too personally. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, what the hell is going on? in the scene because we're 13 minutes into this episode and we're still getting credits
1: i hadn't noticed that
0: 13 minutes in and we're still getting fucking credits that's obscene
1: that is a lot
0: (laughs) hank goes home for a shower while marie complains about work-life balance and
1: apparently her psycho morning routine is a going concern Uh, (laughs) and they do have an argument about like it's okay after what happened in Mexico. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened in Mexico? This is one of those times where I'm really starting to regret our method of watching. There's a bit later that made me like really like, I desperately want to go back and find out what is the reference for this. And I'm sad I can't. So we get
0: to that. There's a little bit in between we he- us hearing about El Paso. Yes. And I do have a theory. Okay. So we'll get there. Right now, Marie is just like, hey, I talked to Mrs. Gomez. Yeah. I know they're leaving. I assume you're, like, you're going with them, right? Like," And he's just like, no, this is long-term, and I'm not going. I'm sticking around here. The reality is he wasn't invited Mm -hmm. because he he didn't know. But after all of this, hey, it's Juan Carlos Esposito.
1: Ah, Hello. (laughs) My name is Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm preparing to bring you my most monstrous villain yet. Yes! Uh, there was a, there's, like, if you could say, Ben, well, if you could have, like, two things in this room with you right now, I would say, eh, big bag of money and Juan Carlo Esposito. Fair <laughs> and, enough. And that's, that's what Walt has at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was in this show. Yes. He's very famously in this show. I think this show was his big break i don't know the timeline i know he was in other things yeah i know he was famously uh i don't know how famously importantly for me he's pierce's brother in community
0: yes i think this might be the start of him being in everything
1: i think it i think you are correct
0: Um, you know he's obviously he was a successful actor rightfully so he's very talented
1: Oh, yes. I believe later in my notes, after his big speech at the end, I was just like, I could listen to Giancarlo Esposito uh, read the back of a cereal box. (laughs) Um.
0: So he's like Walt's meth boss. We find out Gus is his name, not because of conversation, but because of the subtitles. Yes. And he's hired Jesse to cook solo, and Walt has come to stop that since Jesse is not to be trusted.
1: Yes. Because... He made him kill Christian Ritter. I kind of buy the, the theory, Ben. Yeah. I, I, it makes sense. Um, I really liked this scene because, well, I've very much enjoyed chaotic criminals being stupid. Because the people I know from like growing up who mm-hmm. did crime stuff, none of them were what I would call competent. This was fun just to see two smart, competent criminals being competent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They have a really... This is a great scene. Oh, absolutely. Scene. Gus says the quality is more or less the same between Walt and Jesse of
1: meth. And that cut him deep.
0: Walt does not believe. And he goes out of his way to say that I don't... It's not that I disbelieve you because of ego. Mm-hmm. In product of my own pride. You know, of pride in my own product. But rather... Jesse lacks the requisite respect of chemistry to be able to produce something anywhere near that I can.
1: Yep. Not thinking that, I don't know, maybe he's been watching you do this and he can just follow the steps.
0: Right? They decide to go for a drive. And by decide, I mean Gus and Sis.
1: Yep. And then we cut to Marie watching the baby while Skylar is out cheating. Yep. Which...
0: I'm very happy to be wrong about that prediction. Which one? I predicted that the baby wasn't going to make it. Yes. That would have been fucking tragic. And
1: sad. For sure. So, happy to be wrong there. But also, hey, unstable sister, watch my child while I go cheat on my husband. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, bad decisions all around here.
0: Yeah, they talk about, oh, neither of their husbands have been the same. Obviously, Walt with his experience with cancer, Mm -hmm. and then Hank because of what happened in El Paso. Someone got blown up! Yeah, we don't have context here, so I'm going to go ahead and say last time on... Oh, okay. Walt made some thermite and blew a dude up while Hank was on their trail. That...
1: I can, I can buy that.
0: It lines up with what we've seen him do already, and it would make some sense to be something kind of fucking horrific to witness. Uh, yeah, And also keeps them on the same path.
1: Some shit went down, people got blown up, I am now really, really worried about my boy Gomez in El Paso. (laughs) You should be. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Maybe we won't.
0: Maybe we won't find out, Ben. Maybe you got to go back and watch the show just to find out what happens with Gomez. Can't do
1: that. That's not how it works. Well, we'll finish this show at some point, and then you can go back and watch it at your leisure. No, because then I'll have to be watching the next thing. That's fair. There's time in between. It's not like you also have to
0: watch Babylon 5 for
1: another podcast
0: right now. Yep. And possibly V very soon. I'm going to be busy podcasting a lot. Yep. Anyways, so Gus has taken Walt to a launderer yep. with a secret basement and a upgraded non-mobile meth lab with some industrial equipment and a quota of 200 pounds of meth per
1: week. fair how many contractors do you think were required to build that lifting laundry machine secret Tunnel. Secret tunnel!
0: Secret tunnel so not as many as you might think the basement was probably built with the original building
1: yes so nobody in the original construction of the building probably knows all you'd have to do
0: theoretically is maybe take down a segment wall that was not load-bearing that would kind of like turn the staircase into what we would normally consider a staircase instead of being a hole in the floor. Because there'd be a wall there to stop mm-hmm. people from falling into the hole in the wall or the hole in the floor, mm-hmm. right?
1: Uh, and If then, you're cooking meth, you're not worried about OSHA or building coats.
0: Well, you've got to get rid of that to fit the laundry machine on top. On
1: top of it, yeah.
0: But those laundry machines lift up and dump like that. That's not a special feature in that laundry machine. That's how you empty them.
1: Okay. So it is a... It is a industrial tool, per, like, perfectly oh, yeah. designed
0: to hide a basement under, 100%. Um, the only thing would be is that there's probably, like, the machine is probably on big ol' legs. Those yeah. big ol' legs probably have some stretchers on them. Mm-hmm. So there's probably a bit we don't see where they've kind of got a duck under, I'm guessing, a two or three foot tall metal, like relationship to the f- staircase mm-hmm. there'd probably be a couple feet in a steel bar that was a stretcher
1: for this that you have to like kind of shimmy you've under
0: shimmy under or around which they, would be a
1: pain to get the meth back up out of
0: they might have cut that out there's also a little elevator on the side it looked like yeah um so they might be using that lift to move material in and out instead of using the secret entrance that is probably a lot harder to access uh, but the, I assume you would need to access it a lot less. Okay. When you're bringing stuff in and when you're put pulling stuff out and that's it. I just,
1: I would hate like, as much as I've always wanted to work in a front, mm-hmm. I've always thought that that would be, like, a great job just because it doesn't matter how much work you actually do. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not the point. And it's like, you mean I could work in retail, but I could like tell customers how i really feel (laughs) tell me more
0: (laughs) you mean like the guy at where we had dinner before recording where he hung up the phone and in the middle of the restaurant screamed customers are fucking
1: idiots yes yeah he that that was an interesting dining experience (laughs) i've had this feeling like every so often driving past a strip mall you'll see like an off-brand cell phone repair shop yeah with like 15 different cell phone cases on a pegboard and that's it. And you're just like, oh, you're not actually a business, are you? <laughs> Probably not. Um,
0: you go in with a broken Android and a broken iPhone. You're like, hey, I broke my iPhone. We can't fix this. We only do Android. You can hand your an- broken Android. We only fix iPhones.
1: <laughs> yep. So I guess then the only people you really had to be worried about for in this case are the people who you had put the laundry machine over the the hidden stairway.
0: Well, and the guys that made sure that the stairwell wall wasn't load-bearing, probably, um, unless and, yeah. it was like, I guess it's an industrial building, so it might not have been a full-size wall. Well, so and, it might have been yeah. very easy to just look at it and go, there's nothing on top of it. It's obviously not load-bearing.
1: And at this point, if your employees are the kind of people you can trust to be like, Hey, look the other way while we bring meth chemicals in and meth out. I was more worried like, are there six contractors going or like sitting somewhere drinking a, a course? just like, yeah, uh, how did that meth job turn out for you?, <laughs> uh, I mean, it worked pretty great. They got paid on time. <laughs> yeah. Got paid on time in, in cash. Ca- oh, absolutely in cash.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty I'm a pretty solid voice on that. Uh, I feel pretty correct, having spent a lot of my time either working in buildings that were under construction for work or daydreaming about building secret passageways in my house nearly every day of my life since I was eight.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. But I do love seeing this new lab. It's got that new lab smell and everything. Oh, yeah. Now, my question for you, Jaffer. Yes. We have our quota, 200 pounds of meth. Yeah. Walt gets to set his own hours. hmm Do you think Walt's a 1099 employee?
0: Uh, I think it's cash only, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm assuming that this is all off the books.
1: Well, it's also he's not bringing his own equipment, so... Oh, yeah. So he would be W-2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I was initially frustrated in this scene, <laughs> though, because Walt is clearly balking at the idea, and we don't hear the number yeah we we get the amount we get like here's your quota per week just work what you got to do to do this
0: we do get the amount at the end of the episode. at the end of
1: the episode but like for walt to be just so flippantly like no i'm not doing this there is a price at which you will be doing this walt (laughs) like yeah most people have some kind of you know dollar amount at which you will do a thing you don't particularly want to do uh for sure and it's just like and you'll be making you know 11.75 an hour and Walt's like yeah no screw you it's like what it's what I pay my employees (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: we don't see it and we won't because it'd probably be in the next episode or two but I think the long game here is gus knows that this is a short time gig mm-hmm. so he's paying for the expertise and more specifically probably to train someone because it's not like he's going to stop making meth after three months no cause that's the term of the contract well it's going to cook for three months for a million dollars a month or something three million dollars for three months yeah so a million dollars a month for three months and he doesn't have to worry about any of the shit he had to worry about before yes so it's just pure profit for him he doesn't have to worry about selling. He doesn't have to worry about all kinds of stuff. The goal there is that he trains someone, and I wonder who this character is, because it's not Jesse.
1: No. My other thought was, I don't know how much meth you can actually sell, and is it, just make me so much meth I can sell this for the next three years?
0: Yeah, that's fair. I got no idea how much meth you can sell. Or um, it's, is it I'm really stable? not interested in learning. <laughs> Uh, I imagine that... Oh,
1: God. If you go- I could just... Florida man dies after snorting expired meth. <laughs> 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 oh, no!
0: Yeah, you'd know if meth expired. It'd be on the news. Maybe it, doesn't, it just doesn't get to that point normally. I imagine Gus seems to have the kind of operation where his regional footprint is significantly larger than Jesse's already yes. when Jesse was working with. Uh, so I don't think the quantity is going to be an issue for Gus no um anyways uh we get family dinner that is just built around awkward
1: silence this did not sit well with me yeah this was very difficult to watch no especially because there's a bit where the baby's crying mm-hmm. and it is very clear there is so much tension going on here yeah To the point where it seems like Walt isn't sure he's allowed to touch the baby. I would like to see the baby. Yeah. And like, he seems like, can I, can I comfort the child looking for any kind of like affirmation from Skylar? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you guys are having your little shitty staring contest. No one is tending to the baby. There is a fucking baby. Help the goddamn baby.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Skylar does give Walt permission, and as Walt holds the baby and, like, cries, I'm guessing this might be the first time Walt holds the child, Yeah. Skylar leaves. Yeah. Like, can't even be in the room while he's holding the baby. Uh, Hank, meanwhile, has gone through every RV that matches the description. Gomez is having a going-away party. Hank says some casually racist shit and gets a break. I don't know if it's casual. I think
1: this is ranked racist.
0: He's being casual about it. The racism (laughs) itself is not casual.
1: (laughs) It did make me like, yes, of course, Hank is the guy where you see a person carrying a cake to a party and you're like, ah, but one more thing. Mm
0: hmm. Skylar cleans up Walt's room, which is also the nursery, and finds a black bag filled with money. Big bag of money! Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Probably millions. Quite possibly. It's a ton of money. Yes. After this, we find out Tom is Skylar's boss during what I thought was a therapy session. Me too. And then we find out it's her lawyer, who's all like, you're using me as a very expensive and undertrained therapist. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, that
1: lawyer knows about Walt. And... Walt knows about Ted. Yeah. That was surprising. Yeah. So, Skylar wants a
0: divorce, but won't sign the papers to do a non-mutual divorce. Right. She only wants a divorce if Walt wants a divorce, but she wants Walt to want a divorce. The fuck? It's amazing that we made it this far into the show, and this is the first time I felt lost. We've watched four episodes in three and a half seasons. And this is the first moment I truly felt I had no idea what was going on.
1: Well, so we find out, this is, and this is an important thing, we find out the relationship between Skylar and Ted is not just affair partners, but it's that it's her boss. Yeah. Which kind of lends some credence to the Marie calling and being like, aren't you at work? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm you're sneaking away from work i'm looking at my boss right now yeah so we don't know what skylar does and we don't know what her boss does which no. is where i need to ask you Jafar. what happened to her? what the hell happened Can't explain.
0: but i got the van. i could tell you what didn't happen here well that's not what i asked you no but you want to know it it's skylar didn't write anything
1: Oh, I b- I firmly believe that. <laughs> I don't think she. I don't think Ted is a copy editor.
0: One hundred percent. Ted is not a copy editor. No copy editor has heated floors in their bathroom in New Mexico.
1: No. Um.
0: Obviously, she Walt, uh, with with sickness, and her not knowing about the meth for a period of time, and not having money because they were clearly in dire straits for money for most of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, had to get a side gig somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh I bet you it is a writing gig that she's just not doing. That would like she's a
1: technical writer or something. I I my gut was telling me she worked for a real estate company. I don't know. <laughs> well, they need writers too. Yeah. Like
0: oh I mean they still do for another couple weeks. Chad GBT is probably about to put all of them out of business. But yeah, some kind of like uh some kind of writer of copy of some variety just technical bullshit writing manuals for products something like that because uh her a boss here strikes me as the type of like a project manager or something maybe works at a a place that makes a thing Mm -hmm. so i think that's the kind of job she would end up in knowing that she couldn't or didn't write her novel Mm
1: -hmm. all right yeah so one thing that jumps out to me in this lawyer scene Mm mm-hmm Skylar decides to tell another person, Hey, giant bag of crime money in my house. Yeah. This house is gonna get robbed. There's gonna be a break-in. Yeah.
0: I mean, the lawyer, I'm sure, is on some confidentiality deal. Knows too much at this point anyways. Can't be a mandatory reporter, that kind of thing. Because she knows that Walt's a drug, a drug manufacturer. Yes. Or at the very least, involved in the drug trade. And so, she's like, there's a bag of money in your home. Guess what? You're complicit now. Because she's beautiful. She's powerful. She's complicit.
1: Well, but it's also, hey, there's a bag of money in this house over here that they can't go to the cops about. Yeah. You know, you do not have to be the scummiest of criminals. Or the most unethical of divorce attorneys to be like, I know three guys who will go in, put on ski masks, and get me that bag. It's true.
0: I'm sure Saul knows someone.
1: Oh, I am sure.
0: Anyways, when Skyler gets home, Walt is cleared out of the nursery, leaving only divorce papers behind. Where's the baby?
1: Yeah. This is one of the problems about introducing children into TV shows. <laughs> is, like, for as much crap as people gave like 24 about when do they go to the bathroom it's like it's not following one character for 24 hours there are times in between you don't have time without a under one year old
0: when she gets home walt has cleared up the nursery leaving only divorce papers behind yep saul is still tending to jesse who's Who's getting clean yeah he's sober good for him uh if i had only believed that it wasn't forced upon him by his
1: own terrible behavior Oh, yes, that is absolutely last, last time on. Yeah. Jesse did too much meth.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. I mean, I can still be supportive of someone getting clean, but get your shit together, dude. Which yep. hopefully he is. Anyways, Saul facilitates a meeting between Walt and Jesse, where Walt gives Jesse his share of what he received, but tells Jesse he's done. Gus has only involved Jesse to get to Walt. And he's decided to cook again after all. Saul immediately abandons Jesse for five percent of Walt's new deal to launder. Yep. Jesse destroys the front windshield. De- Jesse destroys the front windshield of the Aztec. He goes full Juan Cortez here on his way out. Hank tracks down the RV to who it was stolen from. Fr- to who it was stolen. Hank tracks down the RV to whom it was stolen from, which is Combo's mom. And sees a picture of him and Jesse together. Yes. That's our episode. Which, man,
1: like... Have you... I don't know if it is just some cultural thing or something. I have never seen a shrine to a dead person. Uh. And, like... You I know. See it, I see it in movies and stuff. But I've never actually seen, like... Like, I've been to places where, you know, we have a family member who died. Yeah. But I've never seen, actually, in real life, seen a, we kept their room just the way it was. Uh, yeah. With with combos, half-eaten combos still here. I I have. I didn't know if, if, like, preserved room was, like, something that actually exists out there and I just never encountered it. Like, I, for a long time, thought, like, school nurses were a joke that just, like, got left into <laughs> stuff. Because none of my schools ever had a school nurse. Uh, I would say your your school probably needed a school
0: nurse more than my school. It's probably. And I had two.
1: Yeah, and so that's one thing, like, I have I found out recently, like, my experience in this was not the norm. Yeah. So I was, this is was one of those things where it's just like. Well, you grew up
0: in a, a rural town. Yeah. A population of. 8,000. 8,000, yeah. That is my graduating... Like, my high school had half of your town attending it. Fair. Um, You know, like, my graduating class was over 1,000 people. So.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, my high school class was 300. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, because it was a 1,200-person school. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, your graduating class was my entire high school.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it does happen. It's just, I don't think it's particularly common. All right. Well, it's time to roll and see where we're going to watch next. Get these dicey boys. Rolling our 3D4. All right. And that is a nine. Okay. So we are skipping ahead to season four, episode one, which I'll look up the description for after we make our predictions.
1: Lincoln, what are you
0: doing up there? Guessing? I
1: guess no one's coming. I have
0: seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy.
1: So I can start us off with my first set of predictions. Uh, my first prediction, which I am i think I'm going to call this one. Skylar never actually writes anything.
0: You get the point.
1: Yay, I get the point. So I'm gonna give myself a big check mark there. Uh, my second prediction is Bogdan gets run over by a car in the car wash. It is a feel good moment. I firmly believe this happened, uh, but we haven't seen any positive. Uh, yeah, we just have no way of knowing. Prime time, Gomez is murdered violently by Hank. I feel like the by Hank might be my problem here. I agree. Too specific.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's the point of these the prime time predictions. They were e mes they they wouldn't be primetime predictions. I had Jesse is gonna get shot still on the table. Yes, always on the table. <laughs> Came really close last time. He did. Walter cheats on his wife. This might have happened. It might have, but I don't think so. We don't have confirmation yet, and it's uh, and then Walt's cancer diagnosis is incorrect. We found that to
1: not be true, but the how terminal it was was yes. incorrect.
0: Yeah, but only because of treatment and modern medicine. Yes. Skipping ahead, daytime, Jesse accidentally spills a pack of meth because it isn't sealed. Still on the table. And firmly believe it has happened many times. Uh, Marie comes out to visit and steals Walt's hat is my evening prediction. Uh, TBD. Uh, We we didn't see the hat this episode. The hat might actually be out of play. Yep. And then primetime, Hank catches Walt. Walt cuts him in on the operation. Doesn't seem to be the case.
1: Uh, At least not yet. uh, Tuco ends up working for Walt. That does not seem to be the case. Tuco seems to be off the board. Uh, Evening, Hank has to choose between Marie's kleptomania and his job. He picks his job. Doesn't seem like he got pushed that far. And uh, primetime, no one ever actually tries to... Turn Walt and Jesse in. Every problem is only because of their own par- paranoia and naivete. That does still seem to be the case. That, they are that, their own worst enemies.
0: I'd say that's on the table. Yeah. But we're one to go away right now from that not being the case. Yeah.
1: Or one Kristen Ritter. Uh, All right. Uh, the last set of predictions
0: I made. Upgrade with two G's. Uh, I, this is a two, I put two things in here. One that Walt was probably going to stop cooking, mm-hmm. which we know to be the case, and the other is that they are going to not cook in the RV anymore, and their operation would improve. That is clearly the case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I get a point.
1: I, I think so.
0: All right. Uh, my evening was Skyler finds out about Walt, likely from the diaper box with a gun, but maybe something else. Clearly also the case. Yes. So I'm going to give myself... Those two points as well, and then my evening prediction. Thank Christ, they didn't lose the baby. Yeah, uh, still on the table though.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll we'll see. So then my last last episode, Kristen Ritter becomes a ca- all caps problem. I firmly believe that did happen.
0: Let's see if we see her. At the very least, we got one more episode. Let's yeah, see if we see. We'll see, see her. if we see
1: her again my evening the rv explodes i firmly believe this can happen
0: um uh, maybe it happened at the end of last episode which is why we get the flashback with the rv
1: now yeah and why he can't find it um but with my my feelings now they probably are the rv is going to be a constant concern and they keep circling back around to it all right and then alas my prime time skinny pete is never t- never seen but is called at least three more times well that immediately
0: (laughs) it's flashback and i feel like you're talking about the future
1: yeah but we'll see if they ever reference skinny pete again
0: yep all right my predictions for this most recent episode no one we're skipping nine ahead daytime walt and jesse bury the hatchet and cook together again my daytime jesse and walt reconcile (laughs) my prime time Walt and Jesse's rift deepens, leading to them becoming rivals on the meth scene. Ooh. Hedging my bets, sir. <laughs> What's your prime time?
1: Or uh, er, my evening? Or er, er,
0: oh yeah, sorry your. E- oh, I messed him up. Okay. Uh, yeah. OK. So yeah, that was my evening, not my prime time.:
1: Okay. Uh, my evening is they are back in the RV, but to live. Oh. Walt is now out of his house. I'm say- thinking he's moved into the RV. I,
0: Well, my primetime prediction is Walton Skylar get back together. Uh, which that seems pr- to be opposed to your primetime prediction.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, or th- season four is just they go on a nice uh, trip to all of America's national parks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then my primetime is uh, Gus becomes a chicken magnate and leaves the drugs behind. i'm sorry uh we are expanding into the midwest my (laughs) attention is needed elsewhere
0: all right skipping nine ahead to season four episode one the season premiere of what is technically the last season i think or is there five there's five all right uh we've got episode one box cutter after a tense third season cliffhanger that saw Walt and Jesse laboring for their lives, they wait anxiously to see what Gus will do next. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I feel good about one of my predictions right now. (laughs) I think we're both going to be getting a point in short order next episode. But until then, uh, we'd like to say thank you to Ripe. Yeah! Yeah! fucking what i still don't believe this is real wap, wap, wap. um we haven't gotten to record thank yous yet listener for a uh, peek behind the curtain as it were uh we've been recording without our thank yous because we weren't sure and how this was all going to settle out but Right is letting us use one of our absolute favorite songs, Goon Squad, as our theme music. Uh, they're currently touring until the end of August, and you can check them out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Do it. They're fucking excellent. I love this band. I love this song. And uh, Ben, thank you for reaching out to them and getting their okay to use it as our theme song. Never. I it was a total it shot me. in the dark.
1: I did not think, I would, like, I didn't even expect to get a no back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you so much, Ripe. Yeah,
0: uh, and then um, also our current podcast art uh, has some stock footage from Anton Lucina. Uh, thank you for taking fo- photographs and putting them up under Creative Commons on the internet so that small, struggling artists who aren't making money with their stuff like Ben and I can use them for our projects. We really appreciate you. All, All right. Well, with that, uh, we'll see you next weekend. See you next time
1: on Last Time. All the you